0: Oh, sorry. I should have mentioned, too, that she did take off her bread. Her bread. Her bread. Her bread. I don't know what I'm saying.
1: So now we need to envision as a tiny little piglet wearing what looks like a bikini, (laughs) but made out of bread. But it's made of bread. Everybody. Welcome
0: to Say Smut, a literary podcast for readers and non-readers. Whoop.
1: It's my celebratory whoop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I forgot that I needed to go next because I was so excited to celebrate. That's Sarah, and she loves books.
0: And that's Hope, and she loves talking to me about books. Um, each episode I break down the plots of some pretty wild books to hope who has not read them. And here we are yet again today. She has not read the book, but she and you as a listener probably know a little bit about what the book's about, given that here you've clicked on the title and, you know, it's Ogres. It's Ogres Ogres. as a shock to no one. Um, So I want to apologize and Hope has told me repeatedly I don't need to apologize, but I'm going to um, because I... Promised in the last episode that we would have one more spooky episode for Halloween. And then last week I could not fathom doing another thing. And then I was like, Hope was like, well, you should, you know, we can just push it off a week. And Mm -hmm. so here I am giving you another monster spook. Uh, it's not really spook. Actually, you're kind of gonna be in your feels this episode.
1: Oh man, so, I did not expect that from the title. Yeah, well, yeah. Actually, I take that back because there is no getting ogre you, and that's pretty sad. No getting ogre you. Um,
0: but here we are delivering, and I told Hope I want to cover a little bit of book talk drama that's been happening this week. Mm -hmm. And one of which is just ridiculous. Like, I feel like we should have been over this and over this and over this, but I texted her when it happened. I texted you when it happened. And I was like, you'll never guess what they're, what an author is writing about now. And I never guessed because I couldn't have. No. And it was, it's not one book. It's not two books. It is three books about former KKK members falling in love And the first one is about a former KKK member who falls in love with a cartel leader's daughter. Mm. I just don't know why we're here. I
1: don't know why we're doing this. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. One thing you can count on me for is to not read it because I don't read. So that's, that's good for me. And even if you did read, I'm assuming you would not read this one either. Probably not. But again, it's mostly I don't read in the first place. So it's really a non-issue for me personally. (laughs) Well, let's skip to the
0: other problem, which is um, this kind of drama. I don't want to say it's drama drama, but like this conversation around um, book releases. So Mm -hmm. there's a really popular series because it, um, it got really popular. Uh, because it's very similar to another popular series. So it's oh. the idea of, if you like this, you'll like this, right? Sure. So people are very familiar with A Court of Thorns and Roses, acatar And so Fourth Wing was supposed to be very similar to that. The Fourth Wing, the first book came out, goodness knows how long ago, I don't know. But there was all this rage around it because it was a really beautiful external book like it had sprayed edges with little dragons on oh. the pages like very well Ooh. yeah yeah capitalism popped off and so realism popped <laughs> off and so people were obsessed with it and then they're like it's such an easy read like blah 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 and then the second book came out today um okay. but what happens and I've seen this happen so many times is that a book will be released. It'll be anticipated. People are so excited. And some booksellers, like big booksellers, like Barnes and Noble, sure will be told, you can just put it out whenever you get it. So, like, maybe they put it out on tables a day early, two days early. Um, But something like this, what's so highly anticipated, definitely should be on lock and key, you know? Um because there might be spoilers, people don't want to like give it away. And plus they have certain contracts
1: with the book publisher right. to not obviously put it out until a certain right. time. It's so, giving like she who must not be named's very popular boy wizard series. Abso freaking mm-hmm. Except for much smaller,
0: but still a big deal. Sure. You know? So Anyway, this fourth wing, there was a viral video a couple, like five days ago, six days ago, that somebody posted from a Walmart, I want to say, or a Target, one of the two, and was like, oh, my gosh, you know, this store is going to get in so much trouble for putting it out early because the second book, it was the second book. So it, like, turned into this big fiasco of people running around trying to see if they can get their hands on it early. and. Again, like I said, sometimes this happens on lower, Mm -hmm. like, deal cases, like, not as big of publications. Right. They might put it out a day or two early. But these people are going store to store, bookstore to bookstore, and going to, like, 20 different ones to try and find it. And, look, if you want to go play hide and seek, do it. I don't care. You spend your time how you want. Where I get pissed off, though, is when people are, like, harassing the sales clerks, like the people who are working and oh, seeing yeah. if they will put it out early.
1: It's like, no. no. Most they of might people, not even have it. They might not even have it yet, first of all. They, they might do, not they, they, they,
0: they, they might. probably would have put it out. <laughs> they might not have it. Um or they might just get paid minimum wage to be around books all day, which would also like I'm not shaming their job because like that sounds wonderful. But like they're not paid to cater to you like and break a rule for their company for you.
1: Darren is 17 and has worked here for three months and it's not their responsibility to go find books in the book storage and get them out early because you asked them to. It's also not.
0: you've gone without this book for a few days. You can go a little longer. Respect Again. the process. It's okay. We've all had anticipated releases. We're all excited for the next book to come out. Yes. But that's a part of the fun, right? We lived through Twilight book releases. We did. We all did it. As somebody who showed up at Twilight midnight release parties, Mm -hmm. as somebody who showed up at Mm -hmm. Harry Potter midnight release Mm -hmm. parties, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: yes, Mm -hmm. I bet Mm -hmm.
0: that's part of the fun. And even with this series, a bunch of Barnes and Nobles had like midnight release parties. So I just come back to everyone calm down. Everyone Whether I know there's some hot tea around the actual author because like some people are mad about, you know, she hasn't made a stance about Israel and and whatnot. And I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to say that's your personal choice as a reader if you want to read an author like that or not. But I will say on a topic like releases, calm down. It's okay. okay. It's all right. In the meantime, subscribe to us. Yeah. Listen to some ogre smut.
1: Have some hot tea. Some hot tea. Munch on a couple cookies. Hot tea while you listen to this hot tea, the hot tea of our podcast.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just like fired up about it because I'm like, as somebody who's worked retail, as somebody who's worked in the service industry as well, I've dealt with disgruntled customers where you're just thinking, like, everybody, chill out. This is just capitalism really digging into your psyche right now. Just chill. Out like it's fun to have anticipation, but just fine. Anyway,
1: bring it down a notch.
0: Any final thoughts on that? Because I know I just popped off. Somebody
1: give me a podium. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody take her away from the podium in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have no final thoughts. Uh I don't like working in customer service directly. And I don't like annoying people. So don't be annoying people, to people who have the worst job.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're just people. There's people. People we're are all people. people. Well, we're gonna pop into our story now, um, as a way to relax, you guys, um, because we will get into our feelings in this one. I was surprised how in my feels I was. Uh, Amazing. so a little bit of content warning. There's obviously sexual content. We've got quote unquote kidnapping. Is mm-hmm. it kidnapping? probably not it's not this kidnapping it's just moving somebody from one location to another while they were injured and they didn't know and it's not like the stereotypical kidnapping that you would think um there is mention of blood and then in the um story they talk a little bit about like a wild animal death for the sake of like eating for like hunting and eating so Mm -hmm. if that's gonna bother you that's no pets or anything though um, so no getting ogre you by, um, Marie Liz Combe. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, on StoryGraph, it has a 3.45 and on goods reads, it has a good, good to It has a 3.61. Okay. I did not read it because obviously when it's something like this, I wait. Hey, until... that's
1: my job. No, <laughs> it's our job it's my job to not (laughs) read it (laughs) are we gonna do this podcast
0: well we'll get to the ratings and again I, I kept on questioning the diversity aspect of this too where I'm like I think we're gonna face that same problem with anything's monster smut especially when it's so short that there's no descriptions of the people right it leaves it up to your imagination I will say the woman in this case is white like mm-hmm. he makes a point of talking about her pink skin like a very light skin and she also has um uh, like reddish hair so like we can kind of surmise that sure. she is a white woman um or a, a little pig, I'll, a let little pig. <laughs> I'll let us decide i'll let us decide whether we want to go down that route um Sorry. but a little bit about the author Marie is a romance and fantasy author. She has a particular fondness for big, squishy, cinnamon roll heroes, especially if they're Ooh. quote beardy. And after looking at some of the covers of her other books, every single one of the men have beards on them. Nice. So, I mean, we love a good type, type cast. Um, so she was born in England but now lives in Virginia with her husband and her dog Alfie and Alfie. her husband and her husband's dog bell Belle. i think bell I, I hope i didn't shorten that to bell and it's supposed to be bella well and merlin the bearded dragon oh a, yeah a bearded dragon see, even i want to see all of them shout I out know. to all of them i'm sure they she, listen shout out to all the animals she also loves to play video games mm, yes we love yes. to see it yes 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 and Uh, I would read you some of the other titles of her books, but I can't because they may be revisited for Mm. another holiday coming up. Yes. So with that said, are you ready, Hope, to
1: pop into this story? I'm so ready to get into this one.
0: This story starts really frightening because it is my personal, personal hell, Mm. which is being outside, first of all.
1: just in general period (laughs) i don't know how you survive that's fascinating continue is outside it is
0: the appalachian trail Mm. it is off the appalachian trail because we are
1: lost oh no in the forest
0: no and it is getting dark ah our main character Jacqueline, uh has been lost for six hours but she's been hiking for three days. So she hasn't seen another human being for three days. And she Ooh. knows she's gotten off the trail about three hours ago. So she, um, you know, she's, she kind of did this as, like, an eat, pray, love moment. Um <laughs> As, like, I can go and be in the wilderness without any help for a few days. It's not like she is a, a hiker naturally, you know? Right. She... <laughs> could never hey, which be by the way don't
1: eat pray love if you're not a hiker
0: yeah <laughs> eat pray love in italy in like yeah. a hotel and a yeah. well-rated airbnb eat pray love at a beautiful sandals resort yes where yes. you will be uh accounted for if yes <laughs> not when you could possibly go missing yeah. also i know the stories of the appalachian trail it's yeah. not the destination i would have personally picked I mean, that shit is so spooky. That shit alone is so spooky. There's so much mystery. Like, I know people talk about, like, forests in general, and I understand that. But, like, there's something about the Appalachian Mountains that, like, really freaks me out. There's something over there. But, so, okay. Sun's going down. You know you've been lost for hours. Mm -hmm. You are getting a little nervous.
1: Mm -hmm. What are you going to do in this situation? Mm -hmm. Well... It's hard to know without what her background knowledge is. Because, like, if you can see the placement of the sun, you can at least figure out, like, north, south, east, west. Mm -hmm. So, I would at least try and establish that. And I would hope that she had a general sense of which way she came from versus which way she was going. If I did, I would be like, "Mm, try and get back to the trail if I can estimate whether I was going east or west or north or south. I don't know. I mean, if it's, like, thick thick woods and there's no way I'm getting back to a trail and it's gonna be dark really soon. I'm just gonna try and build a shelter, I guess. Yeah. So she says, you
0: know what? I know I should probably stay in my spot and like I'll I'll reorient myself tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But I need to go find shelter first and I'm gonna go like hunker down. Um so she starts walking and she takes a misstep and falls into some sort of cavern and is injured and blacks out. Okay. Done. Done. We are now going to switch to the male point of view. Amazing. Because we have had so much fun with the names. Would you
1: like to guess what this man's name is? I can't because I accidentally saw it on the document. <gasps> oh, shucks. Okay. But it's fine because the only good guess other than the correct name is Shrek. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this ogre's name is Shrek.
0: <laughs> well, you've already spoiled that this man is an ogre, but I guess like, I mean, we're really only working with two characters. It
1: would be really weird to pull in a not ogre for this part.
0: This book is like 75, <laughs> 80 pages at max on my Kindle yeah. and it was like two ninety nine. So like, we can't really work with that oh, many characters. Let's cut to the action. Yeah. Okay. So his name is not Shrek. His name is Krug, which is... She, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but like she calls him, like tries to pronounce his name, and ends up like kind of saying it like Craig. So, for the sake of the story, I'm gonna call him Craig.
1: Okay. Craig, Craig the Ogre. Craig. <laughs> Craig. Craig. What a what a regular name. Yeah, for an ogre.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. So he is kind of the odd one of his clan, and he ended up getting left behind for quote the good of the clan oh no and he's supposed to per- quote unquote protect this area that he got left behind in
1: yeah so we're already <laughs> i like I, read <laughs> i don't want to be a dick but craig sounds like a fucking loser i hate to tell you he is the loser oh um, and that's okay losers
0: are cute too This was also a personal hell for me because I hate movies like Elf because I don't like that everybody is laughing at him and he doesn't
1: understand that people are laughing. Nothing makes me more upset than any trope of character who doesn't know everyone is laughing at them and everyone is laughing at them. It makes me want to cry.
0: Yes. So this made me so sad because he still firmly believes in his family. He loves his family. And I'm like honey, they don't appreciate you, boo-boo. Like, get out of there. Like, boo-boo, go live your life. Like, mm. Oh, it hurts. Anyway.
1: Oh, my like So, that.
0: he uh, lives in this little cave, cave area mm-hmm. um, where he's, quote-unquote, protecting the area. Not quite sure why. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, he lives alone. He likes to take care of the animals, though, that, like, Aww. are around in the forest. So, he'll go, like, hunt. And even though he doesn't eat meat he and he hates like anything with blood or anything like that he will cut up a little meat for all like the little woodland creatures that come he's
1: like it's so precious (laughs) wait wait what but what do you suppose what creatures is he saving that need to eat meat and what creatures is he killing to feed to those creatures I don't know. I don't know, and I'm not with, asking. No, you said woodland creatures, and I was like, little bunnies, little birds. And I was like, none of those eat meat. I've lost the plot. I don't know, Um, but he's like, I take care of
0: everyone. And I'm like, yeah, well, you didn't take care of the nice. thing that you just killed. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but he eats bones as an ogre. Like, that's what he eats. He doesn't eat the meat or anything. He eats bones. So, he um, comes back to his little cave and finds this crumpled up thing on the floor. And of course, this is our main character, Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. He takes her and brings her further into the cave and realizes she's not like him. She doesn't look like him. And she's it's tiny and small. And pink.
1: <laughs> and so and, pink. <laughs> and she's got a curly tail and a little snout. <laughs> <laughs> she loves truffles. <laughs> but... He it's giving
0: ice planet barbarians, sure,
1: yes, like what that whole, doing?
0: yes. The oh there's a whole nother thing, we'll get into it. Um, and of course, like in the fall, she cracked her head open, and he's like cleaning up her wounds while she's blacked out. And like, this man really hates blood, so it's kind of a sacrifice for him to do this, right? It's like sure. him doing it even though he doesn't want to and he finishes the chapter by saying he doesn't want to wake her because quote just for a little while I have a friend and quote oh my god <laughs> so desperately sad <laughs> <laughs> so when Jacqueline awakes she keeps her eyes closed because she feels that there's something living nearby and she thinks it's a bear that's mm, like bear. crouching over her so she stays really still. And then she says, you know what? If I'm going to die, I'm going to go out fighting because I'm probably injured. And, like, you know, I won't be able to outrun this guy. So, like, let's try and find a rock and chuck it. So she starts grabbing rocks and chucking it. And the beast is, like, you know, trying to get away from her. And she's, like, cursing it and, and whatever. And then finally the beast responds in another language. And she realizes, oh, it's speaking to me which yes, ladies and gentlemen and friends, this means we've got another language barrier in this book. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ogre language. Ogre language. So she stops now to get a better look at the being that she's sharing this cave with. And he is in fact an ogre. And before I give
1: him or give his description, will you please tell us
0: a little bit about ogres
1: yes welcome to my report it is called ogres are Shreksy, a history or the <laughs> shrek's appeal of ogres whichever one you prefer
0: i like the second one mm-hmm, preferably thank you.
1: let's get our shrek's appeal on now before we start i know what you are all wondering did hope watch shrek while doing this research yes thank you for asking i did watch shrek while doing this research and it still slabs <laughs> I'm so glad that you took this so seriously. I did. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was continuing to watch it right before we started the podcast. Amazing.
0: (laughs) Amazing.
1: Incredible. So anyway, what are ogres? I got to say, justice for the ogre community to start because every definition and description I found talked about how heinous they look and how dumb they are. And this is very mean. And no wonder Shrek starts out so grumpy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah like i mean even our guy like he, i'll
0: get into it but he's he's very self-conscious of his looks and it's yeah. very sad
1: quit putting unrealistic beauty standards on top of these ogres it's not fair uh anyway thank you to britannica and wikipedia and mythicalcreatures.com and D beyond for all the other information i'm about to share um any whistlebees so ogres according to Britannica and Wikipedia and everybody else are hideous giants represented in fairy tales and folklore. All of, all the websites, every single one was like, not just ugly, not, not like humanoid and tall and different. Just, just really hideous, hideous giants. You know, beauty um, is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, so this beholder is a dickhead. Be nice. <laughs> be nice to ogres. They could just be tall and a little different. Anyway, according to Wikipedia, quote, ogres are often depicted as inhumanly large, tall, and, or sorry, inhumanly, maybe inhumanely, but mostly inhumanly large. <laughs> inhumanly large, tall, and having disproportionately large heads, abundant hair, unusually colored skin, and a voracious appetite, and a strong body. So they're like human ish, uh, like, you know, standing on two feet, you know. I don't know if they have the same amount of fingers, but like hands where people have hands, human like faces, just a little different, uh, as opposed to being like, I don't know, looking like a bear or looking like some other. Kind yeah. of creature. Um, so, humanish, super big. Um, mythicalcreatures.com states that ogres have a height ranging between 7 and 10 feet tall or more, and that they are generally very muscular and strong with rough or scaly or wrinkly skin, and their coloring can be green or brown or gray. Um, and the site also states that ogres have uh, very big noses and, like, prominent eyebrows and, like, mm-hmm. foreheads and protruding lower jaws. Uh, so, that's, like general description or forget i said any of that just picture shrek the entire time that i'm telling you this and that's also fine yeah i think you're following a very solid script it's not unlike shrek um ogres are said to eat people particularly babies and kids per wikipedia um which yikes um i think so First of all, Shrek says that squeezing the jelly from human eyes is quite good on toast, though I do think he's kidding. There is a line in Shrek where I think that there's like a joke about grinding bones to make bread and maybe Shrek's like, that's not ogres, that's giants or something like that. Like, I don't know that that's an ogre thing, but I do think it's funny that our character uh, Craig uh, eats bones because I think there is like a conception of ogres and and bone eating and i don't know if that's even full correct but that's not out of nowhere yeah you fact correct fact check that correct everybody on their <laughs> on their biases mostly i'm just here to tell you to stop talking about how ugly you think orcs are because it's so freaking mean um <laughs> And for all the cool kids out there, ogres in Dungeons & Dragons are a chaotic evil. They are notorious for having quick tempers, and they're prone to lashing out into frustrated uh, tantrums when they get enraged. And the tantrums usually continue until they've run out of stuff to smash, which is very fun. Uh, They have an armor class of 11, thanks to their hide armor, and start with 59 hit points. They have a speed of... 40 feet dark vision up to 60 feet and a passive perception of eight and their actions include great club which is a melee weapon attack and javelin which is a melee or ranged weapon attack thank you Oh. you're welcome uh, i will now dive into a quick history any questions about dungeons and dragons i can't no, answer them i am so happy though that you included that in your research thank you got to got to um history i'm going to give is pretty brief there are a few different thoughts on the origins of the word ogre but it's commonly said to be french and derived from uh orcas who was a god that fed on people one of the earliest mentions of ogres was by uh French, oh, I'm going to apologize in advance, but by a French poet whose name may be pronounced like Cretien de Trois. You know what? You convinced me. Thank you. Uh, it. But it, they wrote a, a verse called Percival, The Story of the Grail. There is a French name for that, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. Just go with the English version that I gave you. I would have destroyed it if I tried to call it by its French name. But the translated verse goes as follows. It says And it is written that he will come again to all the realms of what I'm assuming is pronounced Logers because that's what it looks like. But I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Which formerly uh, which was formerly a land of ogres and destroy them with that lance. And ogres in this case, Wikipedia said, refers to inhabitants of Britain prior to human settlement. So like ogres are natural to that area, I guess. And then humans came along and they're like, ah these ogres um oh no <laughs> <laughs> ah, uh the word ogre was used more widely in the works of uh charles Pureau and a writer with a very long also french name that i'm condensing down to madame Delmois for our sakes um but it, both these authors are french both lived in the 16th and 17th centuries Piro is Famous for writing all kinds of fairy tales like A Sleeping Beauty and Puss in Boots and Cinderella and Little Red Riding Hood. And had ogres in his works, but both of these authors did in the time. Um, ogres are included in all sorts of fairy tales, but the most recognizable ones include Puss in Bolts and actually Sleeping Beauty, which I was surprised to learn. But there is an ogress in that one. So hey, ladies, <laughs> original Sleeping Beauty has got an ogress, And I think that's one of the first times there's a lady ogre i would love we love representation we love an empowered ogress i don't know what role she played in sleeping beauty because it was edited from the disney version but go off anyway really interesting yeah i don't think there's any i don't think there's any ogresses in there um finally and obviously most importantly Shrek came out in 2001, followed by Shrek 2, Shrek the 3rd, Shrek the Halls, and Shrek Forever After. There are rumors of a Shrek 5 in the works, but strikes and stuff, so I don't know about that. The movie is actually based on a character in William Stig's 1990 picture book, which is also called Shrek, but with an exclamation point. And last but not least, my favorite ogre is Bad Bunny, dressed up as Shrek for Saturday Night Live. Thank you for coming to my Shrek talk. Bad Bunny can call me... (laughs) I loved that.
0: I mean, I always love your reports, but like that had the whole scope of every Mm -hmm. type of Mm -hmm. ogre concept. We got D&D. We got French history. We got um, fairy tales. Yeah. Fairy tales. Shrek. We (laughs) got Bad Bunny. Oh my gosh. It was everything I could ask for and more and then more on the ho- on top of that it, it was, was a- the
1: oldest references with references from like 2 weeks ago and everyone's welcome every we hit all age ranges whether you're 2000 years old or <laughs> or you're 2
0: years old <laughs> there's
1: something for everybody on say smut a literary podcast tell your friends <laughs> but maybe not everyone because this is an explicit <laughs> podcast. So maybe not like children. Maybe maybe not for kids. Um, So please tell us what Craig actually looks like, but just know in my head, he looks like bad bunny dressed as Shrek. Okay. So that's what you're going with. That is a hundred million percent what I'm going with.
0: Okay. Well, he, Craig, has two enormous feet and think Mm -hmm. like 10 times the size of her feet
1: i thought you were gonna say size 10 and i was like that's the size of my foot i know i was about to be like (laughs) as a size 11 i'm a petite girl i am an ogre
0: continue (laughs) um he is more than 10 feet tall Mm -hmm. he's as wide as a king size bed wow that's That's wide his head is almost as big as her whole torso. His skin is dark green. And I'm going to read this next quote directly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Quote, he's a big boy with a big round stomach, which hangs over the hem of his shorts. We love plus size rep. We do. As a plus-size girly. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. He's got two tusks about the size of her thumbs protruding from his lower jaw, poking out kind of over his lip, Uh you
1: know?
0: Um, He also has two spiraling black horns on his head. Mm -hmm. And he's got black hair that's real neat, kind of short. And he's got a black beard
1: that's like a chin strap. Amazing. I have to say off the bat, it is possible that the proportions are so whack. And let me tell you why. I have a king size bed. I also have a torso and a torso sized head on a king bed sized body is crazy, especially when the body is over 10 feet tall. The head does seem
0: like it would be relatively small. And think of. Thumb tusks on a torso body on a king-size bed that's 10 feet tall. Hope is doing, like, measurements with her arms and hands to show me how ridiculous this is.
1: Thumb tusks, yeah. torso body, king-size bed, 10 feet tall.
0: Yeah. And just wait until we talk about his penis. So- also,
1: I have this. convenient. Not I didn't plan this. I just have this. By my desk. And granted that he's not an ogre, but does he not have a similar vibe? He has a similar vibe to Craig. Yeah. Similar vibe. I'm going to call him Craig now. Yeah. Craig or Krug,
0: however you want to say it. I understand
1: that it's Krug. I choose to have it be Craig for our I do like
0: Craig. So now because we have a language barrier, we begin the game of charades, right? Like yes. it's the, he points to her injuries, which she realized he bandaged for her. There's also like kind of an introduction and she can't quite say his name in his dialect. So they go with the closest thing, which is Craig. And also as they're getting to know one another at this point, his internal dialogue is talking about how lonely he's been without his clan.
1: Yeah. and
0: he said quote perhaps they have found rich hunting grounds or a hoard of precious gems and are too busy to see me i do not blame them for i am a burden to the clan but Aww. my heart grows heavy at this point i'm killing for craig at this point, yeah, i mean die for craig for sure i am riding at dawn for craig and once you realize who his family is you're gonna be like i hate you guys I hate you guys. There's also all these mysterious scars all over his ba- body and we'll get into what they are. So are they abuse from his family? Cause I'll no. lose it. Okay. No, cool. it is not a, it is not a, that was not a trigger this warning. You made a wonderful drawing for me.
1: I did. That's thank Craig. you.
0: And thank you for having at the top ogres with a heart next to it. Yeah. I
1: tried to draw Shrek over here and then didn't pan out. Well, your other drawing was fabulous.
0: So better. <laughs> you don't even need that one. So, they're huddled together for heat because they're Mm -hmm. in this cold, you know, dark forest cave, which is, like, Mm -hmm. more of, like, underground. Don't think, like, a cave with a big opening in the front to walk out. Like, it's, like, a cave, cave, like, down, you know. She fell Um, down. She fell down. And she's not just walking out of there easily. So, she mispronounces something in his language which ends up being a curse so he's kind of giggling at her They're, they're having a moment right and we actually find out that the other members of his clan are about her size and they left him behind because he's too big to fit through the deep passageways of the caves that they were traveling through Hmm. so you're kind of like and so they kind of told him like you're going to protect this area you're going to stay and protect this area and he's like okay but are you coming back for me and they're like tbd like yeah
1: totally bye craig yeah bye craig
0: um so that's kind of a mystery so this conversation flips so fast from thing to thing because they're not talking the same language and she starts touching the curve of his horn and that feeling goes straight to his
1: Sure. I like,
0: and i just think like horns we all kind of know what the feeling of a horn is yeah. Like, there's not much nerve in there to my knowledge i'm not an expert i don't know i can't but, like know. i'm just surprised that it would go it would have that much of an effect
1: right yeah maybe it's like when you poke a belly button and have to pee oh th- i'm sorry what yeah if you like poke your <laughs> belly button in a weird spot it kind of makes you feel like you have to pee Oh. Maybe it's like that kind of a sensation. I had no clue this was a thing. Oh, yeah, it is. If you shove your finger right in there, eventually you hit like a weird nerve and it kind of makes you feel like you have to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a me thing. You can do that to people and yourself. Don't do it to other people. We're not. Don't. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Don't do it to other people.
0: Don't just shove your finger in other people's.
1: I mean to say, I've witnessed it happen also in other people, so I know it's not just a me problem. (laughs) You just go around watching for people's reactions. (laughs) I can't explicitly remember a time where there was a relevant reason to have this come up, but there has been because I know this fact to be true. I'm so glad
0: that we know this now. You're welcome. So meanwhile in Jacqueline's internal dialogue, she keeps calling her or him her big monster or sorry, big boy monster. Mm. Which this is All like right. very fast <laughs> endearment. Um, She grabs a jug of water, which is way too heavy because everything is meant for his size, not her size, and dumps it all over her. So, oops. Oh, her no. Her clothes are all wet.
1: And she's was only to-
0: wearing a white t-shirt with no bra. And Jessica Simpson cut off jeans. And really hot boots on top of a car. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oops, and now I have to get out of these wet clothes because we're in a cold, damp cave and I need to warm up because I'm a h- pink little piggy human. <laughs> I'm a
1: small, <laughs> small piglet. And I'm very
0: cold. <laughs> and so so he is like, oh, no, I, I need to go find her something smaller to drink out of. And so he goes and finds a little rat skull that Yay. he... <laughs> that he had cleaned out and it is like it reminds me of like our last episode when he was like bleaching skulls for her yeah yeah
1: here's
0: here's your skull why is our why is each book connecting to
1: one another a garden of skulls
0: and so he gives her this to drink out of but when she when he comes back she's only in her underwear (laughs) I thought maybe she would just be
1: so. No, I didn't think this. Uh, the logical human did, would be though, like, "You did, though. No, you did." No, the logical human would be like, "And when he came back, she was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Not she was almost nude."
0: Well, and then he strokes her stomach, and I think mm-hmm. I think this is interesting because I mean, like, she did stroke his horns without his permission. True, and she obviously starts getting ticklish, which is like crazy to him he's like this is so weird like when i t- it's like the pillsbury boy it's like are,
1: are you sure he doesn't poker in the belly button really hard I-
0: <laughs> no i am absolutely sure there's no belly button touching just checking. i i'm pretty sure i did not read any belly button <laughs> so they end up going to sleep in his bed and obviously he's very aroused um it's not far-fetched to say she is also turned on by him because the next morning she wakes up before him and is admiring him in his sleep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is a lovely long quote. Um, Quote, maybe I'm not thinking straight, but he's handsome. And I don't mean handsome for a monster. I mean, he makes my stomach somersault. He makes my heart beat harder. And okay, yeah, he makes my pussy tingle. (laughs)
1: Honestly, Jacqueline, go off. <laughs> this is
0: like Jacqueline's personal diary, not a published book. She's like, let me just give my deepest, darkest secrets. Honestly, here. he makes my pussy tingle. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a direct quote. Uh, she's thinking all of this while they're waking up and she just can't fight the urge. She has to kiss him. Got to. Now, I want to talk about ratios. Just, again, (laughs) I'm not going to say much on it. I'm uh, not going to say much on it. I just want everybody to think about those proportions we talked about.
1: In case you forgot, a refresher for you. Thumb tusks, (laughs) torso head, king-size bed body, 10 feet tall, and his dick is? We'll get into it. Um,
0: But I I think it should be known that we at least have a character with lips. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> this is a positive. We also, he, he, she is kind of like kissing the middle of his lips because his lips are so big, obviously. Right. Somehow they are giving each other tongue. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't, I don't. Maybe his mouth is very small. <laughs> Proportionally, it would honestly go with the trend that we're seeing. So they start feeling each other up. And here's another pretty long quote, but I felt like it was necessary. So. Mm-hmm. Please, Mm -hmm. you've got your eyes closed. (laughs) You are fully ready. So silly. (laughs) Quote, maybe I died when I fell through the cave mouth. But if so, heaven consists of him. His hands gently exploring my body. The tip of his enormous tongue tentatively brushing against mine. Heavy is the curve of his horns. The way he shivers when I caress them. The low, hungry growl at the back of his throat. Heaven Mm -hmm. is my monster end quote
1: and there's no getting over you and and-, <laughs> and the first cut is the deepest
0: as i like to say every time so it doesn't take long until they're nicky um and she was only wearing underwear and she was forgot. oh sorry i should have mentioned too that she did take off her bread her bro- bread her, her bread her bread <laughs> take it oink, off. Oink.
1: i don't know She's what a- i'm saying so now we need to envision as a tiny little piglet wearing what looks like a bikini but
0: made out of bread (laughs) but it's made of bread i would like everybody to know i also woke up from a 10 minute nap before we um which is the most disorienting thing to do after daylight savings when oh man it's dark out you're like oh there's like a little crest of the sun and then you wake up and it's been 10 minutes and it's it is midnight (laughs) um so he she went to bed with just her underwear on not her bra she had took she took it off for some reason I'm not a hundred percent sure why. So what would you like to think the penis is? What would you like this it is, to contain? This
1: is such a difficult question because, and I realize that on the top of this podcast, I'm like, don't body shame these orcs; They're beautiful creatures. <laughs> and then also for the past 10 plus minutes, I've been fixated on bonkers <laughs> proportions and how upset they make me. Um, I don't know what would make sense and be physically usable in this situation. So I'm a I don't I don't even have a guess and I'm afraid to find out the answer. So, I, I assume he's got a, a dick. Yeah, I'm I, but mean, like, he's I can't male. begin to guess. I can't begin to guess the size. I can't begin to guess the size on this crazy king bed torso head tiny Tusk man. Okay. Well, he's obviously green it's green yes well yes okay i could have guessed that i mean i was
0: cut he's struck in my head so it's fine okay next it's ridged all the way down and it Mm -hmm. is narrower at the top than it is at the base okay so i am thinking at this point like a caution
1: Cone, it's a cone.
0: (laughs) It's just, it's just one of those, it's like one of those floor is wet cones, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the floor is wet, uh, but (laughs) hard pussy tingles, man. So it's ridged, it's like a cone. And instead, instead of a spur this time, we have what is called a sucker, and it is oh, a suction cup.
1: Is it that above? aligns? Yep. Yeah. That mm-hmm. aligns
0: exactly where you think it's
1: gonna align. Okay. I enjoy the trend of male anatomy to fit <laughs> a cisgender female anatomy. Although obviously for the sake of diversity, we could use more anatomy to fit other anatomy than that. That's but. true.
0: But monsters made for women in whatever concept. Um She is like, quote, curiosity might kill the cat, but what a way to die. And (laughs) so. Oh, my God.
1: The quotes are incredible.
0: And this comes as like she comes to this resolution that like what happens in the caves stays in the cave. Like, she's like, you know what? I know I'm going to leave. Like, this is so
1: wild. Who's, I can't who's even talk gonna to tell man. Jacqueline, you don't speak the same language. And his yeah, like we
0: don't left him here. Somehow we both have made it very clear. Like, can you really be rejected by an ogre? If you guys don't speak the same language, like I mean, you, you can, can but and like scent is very important. Ask that's not first. I more mean like the ego yes, rejection, I mean... right? Where it's like, would it not hurt as bad if you like came on to him and he was like, no. And you'd be like, okay, well, that's fine. It's like, you can't call me ugly. Cause I don't know what that would be in your language. You know, that's true. I don't know. Anyway. So she gets on top because she's under the uh, mentality that it will work better that way, which most people also agree. um mm-hmm. So also this ogre is a virgin. She doesn't know that, but he is like, you know, this is like, I hope I'm doing this right. I find that unsurprising. Yeah, this boy, this poor boy, you know, he's a lonely boy. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it. Um. So uh, I just wrote here, be easy on his gentle soul, Jacqueline. <laughs> be easy on his poor gentle soul. Do not hurt this ogre. I will be upset. I hope he's so bad. So I should also mention now that he has interpreted the word fuck as honor. So he's like now telling her fuck. Because he thinks that in his culture, it is a great honor to be chosen by a woman to be bedded. Like, and so he's so hyped for this. So he goes down on her. (laughs) I should say he doesn't go down on her. He like lifts her up onto him. That's, yeah. And then again, we're going to do a size check real fast. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. She can lay down. Her entire body is
1: shorter than his torso. Well, I mean, her entire body would have to be shorter than his torso because his torso is a king-size bed. Yes, yes. I just want everybody mentally picturing that. Picture yourself laying in a king-size bed. It's
0: the same. (laughs) Before he somehow gets going to penetrate her, he does get her consent through this language barrier.
1: Not quite sure. A lot of pointing, nodding. I don't need an explanation. It's still sexy to ask for consent in a language you don't understand. Absolutely.
0: But somehow we did it. Um, She puts it together that he really likes her touching his horns. So she starts licking him. Mm. And he enters her. And again, I cannot stop thinking about the traffic cone concept. Sure. Um, She quickly finishes um, a second time. And I'm struggling to understand how she has not been split in half. That's Honestly. True. Honestly, if we're talking proportions. Um, I will say that the suction cup does exactly what you think it does, mm-hmm. except for his product comes uh-huh. out of the suction cup. Oh, interesting.
1: Which is so convenient that it doesn't go inside in? of her. Because then we'd have to we'd have to have some or we're human hybrid babies. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. there is no pregnancy which, warning on here. Which better or worse than Donkey Dragon hybrid babies. Don't want to think about that. Thank you. Um, I watched Shrek today and I've seen the second one before. So it should
0: be noted that in his culture, this is an hours long. He like this is an hour long honor that he would get to do. And he they're only at it for like two minutes. So oh, man. He I'm feels so- like tired yes he feels very embarrassed but after they get done he walks her through the cave and he doesn't know she doesn't know where he's taking her out go home (laughs) all right i'm gonna show you the door i'll like uh uber i'll text you maybe we can meet up later sometime you know (laughs) totally so she realizes that he has a hard time scraping through these areas and his shoulders and stuff get caught on the stone because he's so big like he can't Uh, fit through the cave that's where he's getting these scars
1: oh no sad
0: i know which is like another layer of sad they end up in like this natural hot spring that's in the cave and it's actually kind of hilarious because she like goes underwater and holds her breath right and he thinks for like a solid page that she might be a fish <laughs> he's like, this is crazy. She's gonna die under there, and then she comes back up, and he's like, that's so wild. Like, she's not as fast as the other fish, but like, where's your know, gills, maybe. though? Yeah. Um. So, in a shock to no one, they also have sex in the hot spring. Mm-hmm. She goes down on his sucker, and he feels mm-hmm. a little shame about it because men aren't supposed to have pleasure in it. they're it's oh. selfish in his society to have pleasure and i think interesting how the tables turn turn the turntables so (laughs) between and after all this sex they continue to have issues communicating but somehow they both understand the concept that she has to go back up to the surface and uh as anybody would be after having the most ridiculous sex of their life twice jacqueline is very hungry so he's Mm -hmm. like hold on i'm gonna make you the best meal ever Brings over a rat and she's like, okay, <laughs> we're not um, off to a great start. <laughs> and then gets all of the meat off and throws it away and hands her the bones. And she's like, hold on and goes and gets the meat and then like cooks it. And he thinks that's disgusting. And like, obviously here we are seeing cultural
1: barriers, right? hmm but beneficial relationship because then he can eat all the bones and she'll have all the meat. And that's nice.
0: That is. That's a great. Nice. That's a great outlook. Glass yes. half full. Always. Um. So then this is the point in the story where she needs to now head back out into the wilderness. And he's like, despite him loving her, their differences are too great. So she is, they're walking out, you know, and there's a sound. Do you want to guess what the sound is?
1: <laughs> is it the returning friends? Not friends? Yeah, it's his clan. Yeah, I know they're not his friends. So So the
0: clan has come back and turns out the clan is not a clan of ogres but more like goblins and that's why he's the outcast because goblins are kind of smaller, you know. they Not at all like ogres. Not at all like ogres. And he's convinced that they're going to kill Jacqueline if they find her. So she's kind of hiding behind him and Then they see her and all hostility breaks out, right? And she's like, I don't want to leave Craig, but there's so many of them that they're going to overpower him, even though he's so big. There's so many of them, they'll take him down. And so Craig and Jacqueline start running. Um, These goblins are like jumping on Craig, quote, like a pack of lions bringing down an elephant. That's tragic. Like, literally the saddest. So, Jacqueline is trying to fight them off. Craig is now, like, down for the count, telling Jacqueline to go without him. Right? That's sad. And then switch to Craig's POV. And somehow in this mass chaos, his brother was like, you're trying to selfishly keep her bones for your own snack. And that's not cool. You should share. Share her bones. Also, we think it's funny that you think she's your mate. Ha ha. Also, I'm going to pull a hard stop and tell you that you're not even one of us. We found you when you were a baby and raised you until you You were too big. You were adopted. Literally, truly the adopted card. And like, Uh. Craig is so hurt by this information, but he's also like, I've always known. I've always known I was different. By the way, I've got thumb tusks, a torso head and a king size bed body. And his brother is like, you're not even one of us, but your bones will feed us for a long time. So now he's like going to kill his brother.
1: Oh man, yeah. you're not even
0: my brother and you're going to kill me. Yeah. So now that they're at the caves kind of like where that hole she fell through, mm-hmm. she happens upon her backpack, which oh. had dropped when she had fell and been sure. left there. There is no peanut butter sandwiches in the backpack, but would well, you like to guess? Shit. Would you like to guess what else there is?
1: Is there like a gun or a knife or something. There is bear spray. Ah, yeah.
0: She's releasing that shit like it's popping bottles of champagne in the club. It is like goblins yeah. scattering okay. everywhere. They're out of they're out of that area like nothing. And Craig is so injured, and his soul is so
1: injured. Yeah, mine too, Craig. I get it.
0: One of his horns is broken. No. Oh. He's got long gashes across his eyes. He's got a swollen lid and his spirit, his spirit is just broken. But somehow she convinces him to leave with her and they get out of the hole. And he's like, damn girl, there's so much space up here. Is this all you? There's like that whole meme where she goes into the girl's house. (laughs) Whoa, look at all this space. This is so nice. And Jacqueline's like, you know what? We're lost but at least we'll figure it out together.
1: Duh. Also, this is a a very late, like, add-on, but for anybody who is like me and wanted to know what exactly is in bear spray, it's capsaicin. I don't know what that is. Like a chili
0: pepper extract. Amazing. Mm -hmm. It's like when I had no clue what was in pumpkin spice, but (laughs) I said brown sugar. Racism. (laughs) Um, We do have an epilogue. Would you like to, what would you like to see in the
1: epilogue? I want them to be married. I want them to be ogre married in the forest in a beautiful cave.
0: Okay. You don't want any um, pumpkin spice
1: semen um, (laughs) bottled up. I don't know what incredible semen surprise this ogre could give me. That would be very fun. Uh, So I'm not going to hope for that, but if there is some, go ahead and tell me
0: about it. (laughs) Well, there's no, there's no semen. I just was giving (laughs) a call back to our other episode, Jack. um, So Jacqueline is having coffee with her mom and her brother and talking Mm -hmm. about how somehow she got out of those mountains. Like it was crazy. You were lost in those mountains, you know, but she hasn't told them about the fact that she's living with Craig in an abandoned barn in the forest. Amazing. But her mom does suspect she's got a guy. She's like, I've she's never. Seen, she's like, I've never seen you so happy in so long. Like, who's the guy? And Jacqueline, you're like, radiant. Are you getting nailed by a large ogre? How's how's that sucker <laughs> treating you? Um, so she's like oh he's just like really shy like i'll introduce you someday and she goes back to the barn and craig's english is coming along swimmingly like amazing
1: thank you to the help of movies he loves watching movies
0: it's great that's great
1: i would have it would have been a little cooler if they just spoke fluent orc though (laughs) no it absolutely freaking would have been cool right do both yeah
0: be bilingual come on so they, of course, have sex in the barn, but mm-hmm. they f- they finish the epilogue by her teaching him the words "I love you." So that was very sweet. Uh, so we can stop yelling "fuck" at each other. Yeah. <laughs> So that is our story. Do you have any
1: final thoughts,
0: concerns, suggestions? Yay.
1: Well, I was afraid that they wouldn't get to be in love because of you kept saying it was putting you in your feels. And I see why now. But I was afraid that they were going to end up together. So now that they're together, everything's fine. Everything's fine. He's just being hidden
0: away in a barn because she's ashamed of it. No, I'm just kidding. I
1: can't <laughs> wait for him to meet the family. I know. His body is crazy. <laughs> His body is crazy. His body is a wonderland show you um okay are we even gonna do diversity i feel like i can't i don't feel like i don't know it just it becomes hard with creatures
0: yeah yeah it does um okay so
1: what are you going to give our plot i look i i know that it's silly that my streak has been so high. But I'm having so much fun, <laughs> and there's a lot of plot going on. So I'm gonna give it full marks. I love this. Book. Five? You're I'm giving gonna it a five? a five? I love this book.
0: I am giving it a three point five. My complaint is like the family became, like the clan coming back became the plot at the very end. Like yeah, I wish we I would mean, have had that a little sooner. It's not what we were here for. No, you're lucky there's plot at all. <laughs> what are you gonna give this month? uh four you're giving it a four yeah i'm gonna give it a five nice i feel like it's, i felt like it was it was good, good um thought. i did drop the cover in there for you yay um again think indie author
1: yes yes of course yes okay of course Go well, ahead. <laughs> let me tell you what i am thinking the incredible hulk yes <laughs> okay so uh the background of the cover is black and then there's like g- kind of a green smoke coming from the bottom and the top. And from the top is reaching truly an incredible Hulk hand that is green, just an all green hand. And then reaching up from the bottom is a human hand, not a pig foot. We thought it maybe was a pig with pink skin. Um, anyway. So this is uh Marie Lipscomb, writing as M. L. Eliza, and it says "No getting ogre you," and the "No getting in you" are in like a swirly font, but the ogre is like in a ooh big ogre font. It is an ogre font, yeah.
0: What are you going to give this? Because I'm giving it a three. I was going to
1: give it a three, too.
0: I'm so glad we're on the same page. It could be giving more, but I also understand.
1: In the reprint, we will uh, pay for the rights to use Bad Bunny dressed as Shrek. And it would just be Bad Bunny dressed as Shrek. But with a mattress for a body.
0: So I ended up at about 77%. You ended up at an 80%. This was a high, high marks for us. What is a say smut
1: oh. moment? I mean, I think this could have been weirder.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I think this could have been weirder. I was surprised a little bit when his tusks connected to his penis, but it wasn't that weird. Wait, his what? Connects? His little, oh, his his, little yeah. horn, his little ho- the horn to peen connection. I thought yeah. that was really interesting. Um, this wasn't like a what? Like that's a crazy thing to put in a book moment, but what my favorite thing was when Jacqueline was talking about how he makes her pussy tingle. That's fucking. That funny. was hilarious. Yes, <laughs> that was just hilarious. So sometimes my what the smut is just the most hilarious thing that happened, and that was for me the most hilarious thing that happened. I think
0: I I think we un- are unified in our agreement that mm-hmm. um the proportions were ridiculous. The proportions were a donk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will say my what the smut moment that I literally was like, I think I read it and I said out loud to absolutely no one but my cat. Are you serious right now? Like I was like, what? It was when his pucker, his little sucker thing was how his product came out. Yes.
1: I mean, I don't know the opposing ogre gender's anatomy to know if that makes sense. It might make perfect sense. I don't think it does because I think he made it very clear.
0: Like I guess he he's a virgin and he says he's never seen a woman like a female mm-hmm. ogre in mm-hmm. that way. But I don't know. I thought that was just like like I wasn't expecting.
1: I understood what the sucker did. Mm-hmm. I didn't
0: understand all of what the sucker did.
1: What I envision it to look like is like the tied end of a balloon. <gasps> I did too. <laughs> <laughs> So glad we're unified on that. That's uh, what I've been envisioning the whole time. It's just like the have, end of it. It's been a little
0: disruptive to my imagination
1: to view a, it that way. Especially when something had to come out of presumably the middle of it. I was like, that's really the only thing I can picture. Exactly. I'm so we glad haven't we haven't even way. read the balloon book. <laughs>
0: We haven't. Um, I am holding on to that. I want to hold on to it until you forget. So then yes, I, I will never out. I will never forget, but great. Well, that is our <laughs> book. Um, you can find us if you so choose on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at, at say smut podcast. Additionally, we would love to hear your book recommendations. Send those our way via email at say smutpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can give us a rating. I mean, don't be mean just to be mean, so but good. like do it to be like you know constructive constructive criticism um so we would love for you to do that but otherwise we had a wonderful time and you know in the mornings we might make waffles we Um, might make
1: waffles yeah um but other than that uh we hope you guys have a great rest of your day we love you ogres every single beautiful onion layer (laughs) goodbye bye